Hey, I see your black hole. Um, we don't have to clap anymore. That's weird. How do we know when to start? <laughs> we just have to sit here and wait until it pulls right. <laughs> your internet's faster today. That's strange. Yeah, or at least been... it's less laggy. That's good. It does seem less laggy. The new connection's been kind of crap, actually. I mean, speed-wise, mm. it's been fine, but like it's been quite intermittent. Almost daily modem resets. It's always fun. Like a little switch to automate that. <laughs> Our internet completely went out at the shop twice in the last week because of, I think I've narrowed it down to, I had a battery backup on the network system, hmm. um, all the networking stuff, and it, the battery seems to have gone dead with no warning. Oh. And so that causes it to like go out, but it's just really weird because our internet's never down there. Weird, like a UPS backup, power Especially. backup thing. Mm, mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I've Fun got stuff. one of those on the floor. All I've got plugged into it is a uh, an old phone that doesn't work anymore. I should move that. <laughs> Just in case <laughs> Jurassic Park happens. That's right. Are you speaking of Jurassic Park? It sounds a bit wild over there. It is a little. Well, maybe maybe if all the dinosaurs died because of the Ice Age, you've had pretty... We've had this before. I don't. I think it was three years ago, just before, probably the year before we started talking. We had an, a crazy ice storm here, which I mean, for context, if you don't know anything about the northwest of America <laughs> or Portland, we have like 100 foot tall all over the city and above ground um, power lines, which, according to the power agency, that's cheaper and better to get fixed when. Hit, but we're all like wait a second if they're underground they can't get hit by trees so we had uh aaron and i lived in the shop for five days back then mm. because of a giant snowstorm ice storm that took out power and so that was reported to be coming again we had a bit of snow it wasn't that bad but we were supposed to get up to three quarters of an inch of ice in this region which is like what 19 millimeters and and the range was six millimeters to 19 millimeters, basically. And I just had some PTSD. So I spent all of yesterday trying to find a generator because we didn't have an infant then. Yeah. And now having some context of like, it actually wasn't that cold when that happened. It was only 45, 40 degrees outside uh, most of that time. So it actually defrosted. But this time it was in the 20s. And we were like, like you know, way colder Fahrenheit, that is. That and sounds so cold. we were just really concerned. So I. I found uh, minus yeah, six, uh, minus seven, six, yeah. minus six Celsius. Yeah. So anyway, spent a ton of time basically all day yesterday, and it did get pretty bad. But it got warm overnight towards the end, so it limited how much ice built up. But like most of Portland, there's some good images on the Reddit, especially of just everything's a sheet of ice, like just shimmery ponds instead of lakes, or they look like lakes in the middle of intersections and. Um, and it seems to have completely crippled everybody from doing anything, but it also seems mostly okay now. So okay. I'm, I'm at home um, for, for today. Just didn't even try to go out yet, but I was out yesterday trying to get prepared for it hmm. that we didn't quite need. So I guess I'm prepared for the future. What do you do in that situation? Have you got like nice tires on your car? We have chains. Have chains, um, yeah. And these stupid bag things that are supposed to be the new rage, but I don't really like them. <laughs> um, we have a we have a Subaru Outback, which is uh, in this region considered to be the god vehicle of winter driving, uh, which obviously doesn't help you in pure ice. But um, 
it did pretty well yesterday. Yeah, cool. I don't know. It, too much, too much on our minds, but it's been. It felt like we were preparing for a zombie apocalypse a little bit, and I don't know how I feel now about all of that. Uh, I don't know. I guess I can. Um, we also have like forest fires, which don't usually take out power. But anyway. Well, I'm glad everyone's safe, safe and warm. Right, right. I woke up this morning and I was like, "We still have power." <laughs> Just like so prepared for it to not work, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Second. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, just first week back at work, so just kind of trying to remember how how that works. Get back in the zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, done pretty good. It's been a, a nice week actually. Good vibes in the workshop. Um, right. Yeah. Sales are pretty terrible, but rebuilding momentum. Trying to rebuild momentum there, and um, I've got onto a new. Had a big stationary binge at the start of the year. Um, ordered a pop, like ordered my page a day diary for 2024, and some new field note notebooks and some spare pens and things in case I lose my saga. You never know. Always need backup options, and um, it'll be a saga. <laughs> and I also ordered a full focus planner. Have you come across this? Full focus planner. A tip off from my business Googling. coach, and no. it's one of these like bougie, nice diary things. And it lasts three months. It's kind of like a full an annual planner, but there's only three months worth of pages in it, and then you have to buy another one. They're not cheap, but um. Yeah. 40 to US, baby. I ordered one at the end of last year and it arrived quite conveniently on my first day back at work and um, kind of into it so far. I mean, really enjoying it. Are you fully focused? Yeah, I'm pretty focused. And doing, yeah, okay, finding it really useful as a planning tool, but as a reflection tool as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Early days, and I think it'll be a habit, a, a slow habit to build, but yeah impressed so far yeah i kind of feel like uh an alcoholic of these kind of things where it's just like i keep trying new things and nothing ever really works nothing sticks i just keep going back to my old terrible ways like i got i used to have i told you about like used to do this coffee sketching thing which was like the best thing i ever did for myself especially creatively and uh stopped doing that i designed and made multiple planners and i do actually do use that day plan one probably every day still it's not as... Hold it back up again? It's not as, like, full-blown as this, and you don't carry it around. It's supposed to be, like, a daily thing. What was that? Question? Hold that up again? Yeah. Yeah. Hold it to camera. Daily plan tasks. What does it say? Tasks. Uh, Potato mind cam. dump is in the middle. Nice. Yeah. And then the bottom says sketch, which is... Yeah. It's, it's loosely organized. The idea, is, for me anyway, was I need to put all the crap down and then organize it into steps that I can actually accomplish yeah. in a day. Yeah, and just really simple, like one day at a time, no future planning. Just what do I need to do right now? It probably doesn't help me in like a future planning sense, but since it's the thing I use most often, but uh, I feel better usually every day using it. It just yep. kind of this is what I actually need to do. And but now I get that. I, what do you think's most useful about the one you've been using? Um, getting back to pen and paper. So I've been I've been pretty reliably using a page a day diary for the last year. Uh, but it doesn't encapsulate everything. Like I was kind of, I was using it every day, but not everything was going into it and was still doing, you know, journaling stuff was happening somewhere else, like 
in Notion or some other digital form. And I was using voice right. memos a lot. And it was just a, it was all very spread out and disparate. Uh, and certain right. activities, I'd take notes in certain places. And I don't know, I'm just trying to suck it all back into a single place if I can, as much of it as possible. Sure. Uh, so I think that's the key advantage for me thus far is just trying to get a regular tool going. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brain's pretty good with pen and paper. Like I get frustrated with my writing speed sometimes, but I think being forced to slow down can help my brain to work a bit better as well. Yeah, no, I get that. It, it, I probably, you all probably don't want to hear this again, but I definitely found that's why it's so frustrating to myself when I, when this all comes up again and I'm like, yeah, that was really good because I have the same like, oh, that's too slow. I want to get it out faster. I want to move mm. on faster. But like the slowing down is actually the best part of it, I think, for me, yeah. where I have to like stop and really like even like process emotions around things like that, uh, which I don't want to do. Usually I just want to keep moving on. And um, so I get frustrated. But it, I found so many good. I like, you know, learned a lot about myself design wise and like it was kind of early on when I was trying to learn how to be a self-employed person so yeah um bouncy 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 mm. having yeah. such a good time i haven't tried anything bouncy, new bouncy. like that shoes all in a line bouncy bouncy <laughs> I don't know that song. uh yeah i i'm rereading atomic habits at the moment have you read that ah god i've thought about it a bunch yeah yeah i love that book hmm Wait, 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 no, sorry. I have not read that book. Tell me about it. I have what? it. I haven't read it. You haven't read it? <laughs> Just thought about it. I was thinking it. of a different one. Okay. What were you thinking of? That counts, right? Yeah. If I if I think about it, I've read it. Totally. Um, I thought it was Fasto for some reason. Oh, I, I don't know read why. That. Not at all the same. No? Should I read that? I think you've mentioned this. It's It's great. It's not the same idea. I don't think it's more like how to make really successful guides and checklists. Cool. Which sounds, I, but I thought it was really helpful. It's written by like an, a surgeon who studies the airline industry to get tips on how to make his guides better for emergency rooms cool. or like surgery rooms. And I think it's really interesting and really good. Like I, he has other books that I keep meaning to read, but um, yeah. yeah, I'll check that out. Thanks. I like it. So you haven't read Atomic Habits? No, tell no. me about that. <laughs> uh, this is my second time around. It's good. I really like it. Um, it's well written. It's very clear, and it's just got lots of good, good nuggets in it to help build habits more effectively and longer right. lasting habits. Um, so yeah, it's a good sort of you know start of the year. More optimism for such things. Um, it's a good time to try and reset uh-huh. and build better habits. Right, right. Right. Uh, so yes. that's what I'm doing. Um, trying very hard to rejoin the 5 a.m. club because uh, usually lastly last year I pretty much only made the 5 a.m. when I knew I had to meet you online for this. Um, yeah. And then most other mornings were a shambles. So yeah, trying to get more disciplined around that. I don't get up that early. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I want to be that person that gets up early. So I think, and that that's kind of the key thing in the. The James Clear book is around like identity shift. Like if you want to, you kind of have to oh. assume the identity of the the habits that you want to instill. Right. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I think there was a period when I was getting up early and I did. I'm admitting this on the podcast. <laughs> I think I did really like 
telling people, especially because <laughs> I've never been known as a person that gets up early, like family members or something like, you usually go to bed pretty late, right? And I'd be like, yeah. And I'd finally be like, no, I've started to go to bed earlier and I get up earlier. It's like, yeah. this is what I mean by it's like another one of those like, I'm an alcoholic and I sleep in too late. <laughs> Not to make fun of alcoholics, but mostly just like, I have so many other things that are similar. That's the only thing I feel like relates. And there was that period of time, I think I was talking, when we were talking, oh my God, it was so perfect. I would be at work by like seven o'clock and I was like, that was so early for me. Mm. So great. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. How is the shop? What's happening? Not much. Mm. Uh, we've got a bunch of projects weather has really foiled like it's it's i think we've talked about this in the past too but it's like it's kind of foiled all of our deliveries they just keep like coming up as like we'll deliver tomorrow and then it's like couldn't deliver (laughs) just over and over again so um we've got like drills out for projects that we got material for that we can't drill yet start the project we've got material on its way that's stuck somewhere in between got filament that's been in delivery for like a week that's still not quite to portland so it's um you know both of us have had trouble either being at the shop or getting to the shop or yeah so i just feel like the year hasn't started yet in a certain way you know like it's just yeah it's still we're still just waiting yeah um so i get that Uh, feeling yeah it must be such a different dynamic like we don't have weather you know unless we've got like started the year bushfires we just mm. we really don't have weather that stops us sort of for for days at a time like that it's just such a different thing right yeah that was my experience living in the midwest was people just got on mm. and maybe it was because it was flatter and there weren't huge trees <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what the simple but it feels like it's like debilitating here like yeah. it just stops everything which is frustrating um But anyway, people probably don't want to hear about me, bitch about my weather situation. But yeah, it's just not much has happened. I did post a video um, yesterday, which is like really quirky to me. I posted a video, a very quick video of like, hey, it's going to be icy. And um, also, I've just spent a little time here and it never got any view. It has one like, (laughs) but it it had a little preview of, I don't know, it must have been really bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, But... I had a little preview of like what our new assembly and um, shipping area is going to be like and that little little gravity cart that I got. uh, We were playing with that. So it's a little bit of like shop upgrade stuff has been happening while we've been waiting um, and getting stuff ready and dealing with weather. So that's felt nice. We feel like we have a good idea. Now it's just kind of going into making it happen and making changes. Sweet. I'll share it to you so somebody else sees it. Pre-storm, that one? Yeah. I'll be a second like. Oh, thanks. There you go. You're welcome. What the hell? Yeah, I've, I've very reluctantly reinstalled Instagram on Monday and spooling back up the the social media. Um, oh, you, you definitely yes. started out well. That was a great video. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Pretty silly. Um, and, you know, had good intentions to shoot shoot and publish every day this week, but that is not quite eventuated, although I have made some progress. Um, had a, a win yesterday morning, actually, I was supposed to shoot a little video, but I spent the whole time just setting up my lights and I had like... Oh, I relate to that too. Damn it. Uh, but I had a great moment where I was like, oh, I've got, I bought some C-stands last year for one of Laura's projects. We didn't end up using them for the project, but now I have some nice solid C-stands, which 
such desirable objects. Like I've ever since I it makes such a better situation. Oh, so good. Ever since I did a bit of work in film and TV, I've just always wanted my own C stands, and I've never quite committed to buying in them. Anyway, Laura's always a good excuse to purchase things for, and um, so now I've got them in my little studio upstairs. Anyway, I just had a great time setting up lights, and I was like, with the flexibility of the C stands, I was like, oh, I can put this over here. I can put a soft box on that, and oh, that looks way better. And had a great time, but right. didn't didn't shoot anything <laughs> other than a few test videos. <laughs> So I need to get back on that. Um, but the, yeah, I haven't missed Instagram at all. Interestingly, having it uninstalled for three weeks when I logged back in, I like, you know, activity dashboard was like pretty much the same metrics as when I'd been actively using it at the end of last year. As in still really low, but pretty much the same <laughs> weekly activity in yeah. terms of people seeing stuff and engaging. Um it- so either yeah, I don't know what that means, but I do really want to ramp up product sales, but so I feel like that's one way I can build momentum there and get back on the it's wagon. Awesome. Which one? The social media <laughs> wagon. So I went and got my hair cut yesterday and charged it to the marketing account. <laughs> that's amazing. It was a great moment actually, because I walked into the barber and was sitting down waiting and she was like, It was my turn. And she looked up at me and then as she, she checked her phone on the desk and just kind of laughed because she just got a text and she was like, cool, I've got the brief. And Jay had texted her a photo of, that Jay's got on their phone of what Jay deems as like the best social media gem here. So it's like a screen capture of one of my videos from last year and Jay had texted the barber. So I just walked in, the brief was already set, job done, pretty funny. <laughs> Expense my haircut. I've yeah. never heard that one before. Uh, oh, God. I had something to say about that. Oh, uh, I have heard... By that, I mean I saw some guru on TikTok that <laughs> claims that TikTok is it was kind of like a state of social media, which resonated with me, where it was like, all right, TikTok's turned into HGTV shopping mall, where everything <laughs> is just about TikTok shop shopping. Shop shop. Um, mm-hmm. And people... Like, my version of that was like... What we've turned into is like HGTV hosts, which is like a shopping network here on the on TV. But it's like not professionals. It's just like everybody's trying to make money, either selling their own products or affiliate marketing other people's products. And they all, most of them suck at it. Mm-hmm. Like they're not good. Not that I'm an expert marketer, but it's like, there's <laughs> just a lot of bad marketing happening. And so it's like my experience with TikTok lately has just been nothing really has been working. Uh, same with Instagram. I don't know if I've just been posting too infrequently, but this person was saying that the growth currently on Instagram is that people are having easy success and growing like crazy. And it's kind of inversed where TikTok was high growth and now it's like back to Instagram being the high growth place, uh, which I have not found to be that experience. And I, I have a bit of FOMO or like uh, mm-hmm. let's see that nothing is really working but i also haven't been posting really great content i suppose yeah i feel like i i deinstalled tiktok i don't know three or four months ago and i haven't gone back there um but instagram for me has certainly stalled like just been so sluggish it's gone backwards um and yeah it's frustrating but you know because i know we have a lot of customers and potential customers there but they're just not seeing it seeing our stuff so yeah sure. to find other ways pick up the right. phone 
I've been picking up the phone this oh. week and making lots of lukewarm phone calls. Hello, remember me? Yeah. Would you like Jim. Would you like a I thing? Wood things. Is that working? Uh, yeah, I've had some good chats. Even had a conversion or two. Um, started tracking conversions against phone calls in early days, but measuring it so I can try and work out how many phone calls we need to make a week to keep enough custom work coming in. Yeah. And playing that game. Yeah. Um, I guess in your plans for the year, do you expect products to be in a bigger part of your business yet or kind of everything stays the same i guess what's what's your intent or goal for that is, is it going to change or do you mm. want to keep it the same or uh look we're struggling to sell enough of anything so something mm -hmm. needs to change either we break through our current issues with custom sales um right and find a sweet spot there or like we put significant energy into product sales um and you know part of that is launching the kidder configurator towards the end of this Ooh. month or early Feb. Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's happening um but you know i think yeah, something has to change this year basically the time is nigh but, uh, yeah, yeah that feeling running too. out of time um cash burning cash so yeah 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 feels like there's some big decisions incoming me thinks yeah mm. and i'd like to I'd, I'd like the solution to be product uh right. kind of feels like the easy the easy route is to continue chasing custom work because it's there and we, if we work hard enough we'll get a bunch of it but mm -hmm. the harder more scary route is the sort of commitment to product but ultimately that's what i'd prefer to be doing so yeah mm. mm-hmm <laughs> what about you? Is there is there a situation where you get into I guess I guess it would be wholesaling or like productizing in a packaged form your kid up parts? It feels like I mean, take this in the best spirit. Hmm. I, I I think IKEA is the best at packaging up componentized things yeah. and yeah. and making systems. Could it be that you sell it to Ikea? That sounds like something one of my relatives would say. <laughs> sell your idea to Ikea. And I think, no, <laughs> no, that's never going to work. Um, but uh, can you wholesale it at some point? Do you have margins for that? Is that a goal? No margins. No margins, yeah. Would, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, our business model's just never been calibrated to that. Because we, in the early days, we just forgot that that was even a thing. And then at some point we realized and we just committed to the fact that we'd never built those margins in and just continued yeah. on our merry way. And yeah, I think like our business model is so structured around that now. That's just, it would be, it'd kind of be like new product, new model to try and engineer something that had the margins in it for the wholesale retail sort of model. Um, be a major shift. I mean, it's not to say it's impossible, but uh, furniture often has a much lower discount on whole, on wholesaling. It's not a here. It's not traditional forty percent. It's more like twenty, mm, I think. Okay. But yeah, regardless, uh, it's still tough. I mean, we have a lot of stuff that doesn't work like that either. Yeah. Um, Did you make any inroads with your Amazon stuff? No. Um, hoping to look into that, like in. In transparency, the tool holder holder was the thing I was looking to start with that. Okay. Yep. Maybe some other stuff. And that has been really slow. Mm. Um, I don't I don't know exactly what yet. 
it's one of those things where I, I need to be making more videos and like showing it in different use cases. And basically since mid-November, I've just been uh, spending no extra time yeah. um, outwardly, mostly just keeping things going. So hoping that changes here going forwards. Um, a bunch of videos I want to make and I just like don't have the bandwidth for it right now. like just don't have the mental capacity mm. it seems hard I don't know why so I, I was mostly laughing earlier when you're saying I got my CCN set up and it's like well I haven't even I think we just keep pushing ours around <laughs> I don't even think they get set up <laughs> like in weird corners and um, but yeah that's what I was hoping to get on there and I'm a little skeptical honestly they don't have the margin I'd like them to have either and Amazon is a margin sucker. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We have been, weirdly enough, I didn't expect this. Right at the beginning of the year, I had put some, back when we, back in October when I had a little help with it, we got dozen physical products onto our CNC on Et, our Etsy CNC. Yep. I can't say that right. CNC products on Etsy store, <laughs> which usually was just digital products. Dyslexia, man. Uh, and that did absolutely nothing October till the first or second week of January here. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we had sales of significant amounts. So just like all of a sudden, and so that's not been continuing as much, but I've been surprised speaking of like new venues. I did not expect to see that happening. It was like some one, two, three blocks and then a bunch of tool tag towers. And those just really went off. We sold like 20 tool, tool tag towers in like a week so i've been trying to keep up printing and it was like ah sweet we got this planned out we got two printers i can yeah. do like you know one every seven and a half hours and then the printer at the shop started crashing into itself and sh uh we're getting massive shifts when it goes to print the second layer the second color, and support has taken three weeks two weeks to get back to me on what that could be um, and the printer at home has been too cold, so I had to put it in a double enclosure. <laughs> and that's been okay. Cold, that's been working printer. okay, but I'm, it's just, yeah, it's very cold. It, it, um, so I'm back to hating printers, is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Sure enough. Yeah, it must be like you yeah. sent me that print time for that order the other day. I was like, well, yeah, okay. I can see why you get into. Why you want to throw one? Yeah, why you want to throw a printer through the window sometimes when you're like that reliant like the printer for us is such a like right. accessory like we're very rarely actually reliant on it. it's like oh john john needs new soft soft drawers for the pencil sharpener it's like when do you need them john oh i don't know whenever like when this one breaks right right it's like oh, i still we keep a few on hand but we've sorry no what you're yeah saying? like you're you're so much more reliant on them which must be stressful when they wig out yeah it's you know and the part of buying a second one was redundancy. Uh, how, you know, it's kind of just thinking through. Like, we didn't see that big order. We had a big order of, like, 15 of them happen. We didn't see it coming, obviously, and had just been kind of sold out of all the ones we had backstocked. And so we have enough variation that we don't keep all of them stock because people don't order. They mostly order the 1 to 20s. And suddenly it was just like, well, we need... 20 tool tag towers and you just start to do the math and you're like oh yeah good thing we got two and then yikes and then one goes goes to the point where it was crashing enough obviously that we were kind of like slow doing support with it that i was like well let's just keep printing and then i looked down at a print one time and i was like oh the white's just like four millimeters where it shouldn't be now 
the new problem too, maybe somebody else has dealt with this, both printers is I go to print them for my phone or computer through studio, existing files, and it will print the wrong color wrong filament altogether hmm. like i was trying to print red petg and it would print blue abs today it tried to print white pla instead of black pla even though all of the dialogues say the right thing oh really so yeah, I, wow. it's a completely new one to me i haven't had that one i was like i find awesome. the ams filament selection thing a bit quirky sometimes in terms of what it defaults yep. to and things like that but i haven't had it right. say one thing in a dialogue and then do the opposite that's right fun. the little 3d printing gremlins yeah. are out to get you again uh-huh it, i think about this too in regards to i think it's just a different animal but it made me really think the more machines we get i don't know if you've had this experience or maybe you don't have to deal with as much of it somebody else deals with it <laughs> the more machines we get the more i feel like i'm just doing support and fixing things hmm. like it's like a whack-a-mole. And I was trying to imagine, like, if you have, like, a dozen CNC machines, is just two to six of them down all the time? Like, or are they just so much more reliable that it's not the same thing? I don't know. Maybe if, maybe mills are more reliable. But if you've got that many machines, you've probably got someone whose role is fairly, if not full-time, fairly, yeah. uh, fairly dedicated to maintenance, right? Right. Upkeep. Right. You're right, yeah different different thing but it just made me really like pause and it's like maybe that dream of 10 cnc machines isn't so good <laughs> unless i've got five people to just keep them going keep them going oh, it reminds me of like grimsmo's line about like i only fix things or make new things or whatever it was like that's all i do now is it new yeah. or is it broken yep right Oh, 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 you reminded me. This is going to take me a second to find here. There was a really good phrase I hadn't heard before, and I'm going to do a terrible job. Um, did I delete it? Son of a bitch. There's this phrase. I'm just going to I'm just gonna wing it because I'm never going to find it. I believe it was Suisa, Suisha uh, in Japanese that was from that machine that changed the world book. Yeah. And it was a thing I'd never heard of. It was basically like... From my memory, I really liked it, and it was like what I want to be as as like a my role in the in in, in my company, I guess, in the future someday hmm. would be the creative like product leader. Like hmm. you're like the person that creates products and leads the products. I suppose you call it like a creative director, maybe today. Mm -hmm. But um, their describing of it was it's almost as important, or maybe more important than like the CEO is to the company. But yet. You're just dealing with product problems, not everything. It's yeah. like, oh, that's that's appealing. That's what I want to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I need to fix good. machine. I'll take that job. Suisa, I think Thank you. Yeah. If you can find that term so I can something. write it into my job description. Thank you. Sounds good. I can't. I can never. Wait, I do this all the time where I'm talking to Ricky and I'm like, oh, I learned this new thing about lean. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like this. And then like, I can't reference it the next time. Ugh. I finished reading Let's Delivering see. Happiness, the Tony Shea book about yep. Zappos and how they got acquired by Amazon. Zappos. And it kind of left me with warm, fuzzy feelings about Amazon, strangely. And I'm interested to ask you as a US citizen, what's the vibe? Like, because, uh -huh. you know, Laura 
will will refuse to use any form of Amazon services because she thinks it's evil. And I'm like, yeah, I occasionally use it because it's super convenient, but I'm not a regular. And I'm interested in terms of what's the, what's the what's your take on it or what's the sort of cultural take on it in Portland? I don't know if I want to say this publicly. I've seen some things <laughs> sure, lately <laughs> where they're uh, attacking people legally and otherwise, it seems. But I think it's like past employees. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's good. I think yeah. I think especially that their logo is a smile on a box is like indicative of like, you know, trying to for even though that was long before the sentiment changed, I feel like, but it almost feels like a big corporation saying, No, really, we're good. You know, trust us, it's fine, you know? It, everything's fine. People don't you know they've effectively squashed all the unionizing efforts mm. that ever come up. Um they gobble up industries they push out companies like they have these metrics and they've been attempted to be uh, brought in on antitrust things in america because they'll like i don't know if you have as many of these we they like amazon basics products are almost all based on metrics that they've very intentionally culled about product leaders reverse engineer the products or just gone to the manufacturers and said we're amazon make us that product and yeah. then it kills the company that has the yeah, yeah. original product uh you probably know about all that but it's just i still use it way too often um <laughs> i would say it's maybe the best thing ever for our new parents unfortunately <laughs> even though it's a terrible company i think we never had more orders we were having deliveries like seemingly twice a day oh, wow. uh, in the yeah. first week of having a newborn i feel like yeah wild just because he was a little bit small and we didn't really expect that quite quite as much of that stuff so we needed all the things we didn't understand yeah and nobody would do that better so i don't know it's it's almost like inescapable Hmm. in a certain way i think you can absolutely get away with it but then there's also the situation where you order from another company and they use amazon fulfillment even though they don't tell you distinctly because they have their own system yeah um and so you'll get like an FBA style thing from them from mm-hmm. some Shopify store that uses them. So, um, I don't know. It's yeah. no, it's good to just get it's a probably not great local insight because it's it, like a we don't have the satur- the sort of market saturation here that you obviously do. Um, right. And certainly in my circles, it's kind of it's an occasional thing. It's certainly not a, mm-hmm. a frequent service that people use. Um, so yeah, I was just curious. Uh, that said, though, yeah. Can recommend Delivering Happiness. Good book. Lots of interesting yeah. little bits and pieces in it. Um, yeah, I've even if it does it. Never have. leave you feeling uncomfortably warm about Amazon. Um, Stockholm Syndrome is what that is, I think. Uh, yeah. And that's my story. Mm-hmm. I should probably jump off. I've got people turning up. Right. I got my one last thought mm. of the tiny bit I've read of the, um, oh my God brain not working i stayed up too late last night playing games because it was going to be a snow day what is the guy the creativity book that i'm reading uh the music producer oh yeah mr beard okay yeah uh, beard man i've gone blank on his rick name rubin too. rick yes Jesus. it's time to time to end this the creative act. i think um so there's this really good clip i saw uh of him answering a question basically doing interviews for his book and the guy asked him like who do you make uh, your your create your creative ventures your music for is it for the the audience do you make it for yourself and he said 
basically like fuck the audience like i don't care about them at all i make it for myself if it's not good if i'm not making it for myself it will never be good and he went on to say like there's yeah all these examples of movies that are made by big studios because they think they see a formula of how to make money those things suck because nobody's passionate about making it there's not one driving force there's not a team of driving forces it's hey can you make this movie and so everybody goes about and does it and i really resonated with that kind of solidified i've always felt and when people ask about you know any of the products I've ever, we've ever made is it's always, it's always successful ones have always been ones i'm passionate about yeah it's absolutely. never yeah. because we have these tools it's because it was a need that we had mm-hmm. um which is a weird thing it's like we got to keep i got to keep finding more problems to solve i guess so i got to have shitty printers and <laughs> shitty laser cutters and maybe we'll find new ways to make products yeah that's it mm-hmm. circle of life i problem solving that's it right that's business it seems right right solving problems one after another mm-hmm. until you die Solve your problems okay we okay. should go yeah i should go thank you sir bye. enjoy your snow day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's I left see. of it yeah see you <laughs> bye see you bye